Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Presenting Accountants. I'm Alexandra Bond-Bennett. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? And I'm the host of this show. I'm also a speaking communication coach for Speaking Ambition. Uh, and this week has been amazing. Actually, we've had the uh, virtual Digital Accountancy Week, which is an online conference, which was fantastic, really great, and also been working with the ICAW. So hello to all of you out there. Um, and uh, it's because we're doing this kind of uh, this speaking again, I'm going to revisit public speaking today. So today is part two, part two of public speaking, because it is it is simple as just getting up and speaking if you want to be truly impactful. And after all, that's why we're here, is to make an impact uh, in your role, uh, doing what you're doing, make an impression, to affect change, to help people come to realisations. And, and that's essentially what public speaking is all about. So in, uh, in the first part, which was uh, two weeks ago, or two episodes ago, I should say, it's we, we covered about storytelling and using the voice and how to connect and how to really uh, create an engaging mannerism. But we're going to go through another three things to really up your game. And we're not just talking about being OK. We're talking about being outstanding as a public speaker. And yes, although at the moment of recording, we there are no stages to speak on, but there are from the point of view that you were still having to connect and make an impression even more so than before because we can't go out and interact with people it's all done via our phone screens or via linkedin or via our computer screens on in general so there is a huge square of space where we need to really influence people okay so that's what we're going to go into today. Uh, if you haven't already, though, and you really want to have a look at where your skills lie and how good you are, rate your skills and how much you connect and how much you can influence and how much you can affect other people, then do check out the scorecard online. It's at www.speakingambition.scoreapp.com. That's www.scoreapp.com speakingambition.scoreapp.com. You can go there and you get a personalised report on your skills and you get my free ebook, Connect and Effect. Okay, guys, let's get started. Okay, so we are here to talk about public speaking part two. Okay, so I'm going to share with you, as she loses her voice, uh, I'm going to share with you three things that you have to uh, consider to be an amazing and outstanding public speaker wherever you are. So whatever platform that is, it might be that you're sitting on a panel and having to uh, influence change in your organisation. It might be speaking at a town hall. It might be uh, going to one of these amazing and fantastically versatile virtual conferences that are happening at the moment uh, or training sessions, whatever it is. 
you need to be able to do it. The reason why you get up to do these things is to make an impact. Otherwise, again, it might as well be an email. Um, so uh, it has a very real space because at the end of the day, that's what differentiates us from everyone else. Uh, you know, otherwise they pick the first person on Google to work with um, or, or, you know, or, or ideas would never get taken up. Um, at the end of the day, as I said in the very in the, the first part of public speaking, um, is that public speaking is all about buy-in. Buy Sorry, it's about buy into an idea. So you might be there to talk about data analytics. You might be there to talk about digital transformation. It really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you could be teaching them the five things, but it's an idea. Like right now, I'm going to teach you three more things about public speaking. And yes, I'd love you to absorb each point. But at the end of the day, I just want you to leave with one thing, and that is a feeling that you can do it and it is possible because you have a bit more clarity on what's involved. So it's about that one thing, that idea of buy-in. Okay, so we're going to start with number one. Number one is space. Now, this is a really important thing. It is called public speaking. The idea being that it is in public. Now, obviously, that is a bit of a funny concept in the present time. Uh, as this goes out, it's live, uh, live. Um, as this goes out, it's October 2020. Um, we have been through lockdown and, and generally the world is edging on either going back into or hovering around, potentially going back into another lockdown um, and still in restrictions. So there is no sign at the moment of things like conferences opening or being able to ho host meetings or get back in the office. In fact, we've been encouraged to stay working from home. And that means that we have uh, a very rectangular space to, from which to appear from. And now this is uh, uh, getting to be a bit of a bugbear because I see, in fact, um, the more Zoom calls, and I seem to be on them every day, uh, all day, every day, I should say, um, is that we have a defined space. So right now I'm actually recording uh, a video of this. So wherever, you, if you're watching the video, if you're watching the content, um, you'll be able to see I am framed very specifically. So I am using what's called the rule of thirds in video, in videography, um, which means I'm not directly center. I have backlighting behind me um, and, and my head is touching the top of the frame and my shoulders. So you can see more of my body language and you can see my hands uh, moving and gesticulating when I talk. And, and the reason why I do that, and I do this in my Zoom calls, I very specifically have a setup for dealing with my coaching calls um, or public speaking. I have, uh, I stand up when I'm delivering any sort of training or uh, speaking at a conference. And that is because you have to up your game when it comes to the energy you give on any type of stage. You have this space, regardless of whether you're on a ginormous stage at ZeroCon and you've got miles to walk to get to the centre, you have a platform and you have to own that space and be in control on that space. And that whole space is there for you 
to be able to utilize. And I don't mean that you have to continually fill the space and move around in that square or run around on stage. What I mean is you have to use it uh, to its full potential on purpose, even if that means staying still. It means you're still commanding the entire space and using that to connect with your audience and to influence. So it might be that you start to look at the frame. So put your phone on. If you've got a stand, maybe put your phone on, flip the screen so you can see the screen so that you can see yourself and take a look. Do you think, you know, or flip on your computer and turn on Zoom or Skype or whatever and look at the space in which you appear. And there are so many times, isn't there? How many times in the, in the last in the last week, last month, last six months, have you seen people who are like you can just see from their nose up, <laughs> or um, you, or they're at one side of the space, or they're not even looking at the camera? Now, it that think about how you feel about that, and think about how that makes you feel in terms of their attention on you and the energy they're giving because you do have a barrier to work with in that there is on public speaking on stages the barrier is the distance and you are having to connect emotionally connect your your persona and uh, and your message through the physical space of the stage but here we are having to connect through the physical space of the lens so right so i'm going to point at the lens there and it's this, you know, the tiny little black hole, <laughs> which we can't really see anything, but you're having to work harder to imagine your audience. You're having to work harder to really be dial, just dialing up at least three points you live so that you come across and your energy comes across and your passion comes across and it connects. So that is number one, space really consider how effectively you are using the space. Are you framed well in the space? Does, does it look good in the space? And do you move well? And does your body language come across in the space? And I will also usually mention face in that one, but this is going to be involved in the next one. So number two, number two in public speaking part two is charisma. Do you have charisma, do you think? What do you think? It's an interesting question. So when I say charisma, I am talking about having uh, having a warmth that draws in and connects to the audience. And it means, charisma means the audience feels special, essentially that you have almost with just via eye contact, via your presence, you have made them feel warm and welcome and that you are really listening and that you are really with them and that they are, you know, they are they are basking kind of in some sort of warmth, um, which is a funny Im imagery, isn't it? It's, uh, you know, Imagine that you have some sort of sunlight emanating from your face, which always makes me think of that uh, Roald Dahl quote uh, about sunbeams shining from your face when you smile. Um, and it's a similar thing. So 
you need, if you have a warmth within you, and this is why whenever I'm training people, I say you have to understand yourself first. If you're really going to be effective, you have to understand the way you communicate, your personality type, you know, more about you and feel comfortable in you in that level. And then we're focusing on the problem of the audience. So first it comes reveal yourself and then secondly, it's then you resonate with the audience and then you're having that, that that's where you build charisma with how you're representing the information. So your voice, your body language, that kind of thing. So charisma is number two and it's absolutely essential and charisma is making people feel special. So I'm going to ask you. How are you? What are you doing when you are on a call at the moment to make people feel warm, to make people feel accepted, to make people feel that you are present and that you are listening? What are you doing? Now, here is a couple of things, couple of things to think about. And one of them is eye contact. Now, you can't make eye contact. And this is a quite a difficult thing when you're having a long conversation is that, of course, you're if you're looking at the screen, so your monitor and you're actually, you are trying to look at their faces, they will not get eye contact from you. So here's something that I do when I'm on long calls. So when someone is speaking, I will look at the screen and I will look at their face to watch their tone and expression and what they are inputting in terms of communication. And when it is my turn to speak, um, I will switch my eye focus to the camera lens so that they know I am talking directly to them. And, and even though, and I've got to use my peripheral vision a bit to just gently watch their gestures, uh, it, you have to really work hard on listening. So that is my, my, my Zoom tip, as it were, my virtual uh, charisma tip is to help with eye contact um, is to make sure that you are focusing on the lens and it does become the more you do it suddenly it becomes more of a habit more uh, you know you develop that habit of looking at the lens and smiling and still having the conversation and as soon as they are talking looking back at the screen so that you can actually get the same information back from them. Uh, and that is that really it means that for them, your eyes are focused exactly on them and you are talking to them and you are watching them um, and and you're making that eye contact, which is really important. Um, but equally, even if we're in a meeting room, we're not going to stare at that person the whole time. Uh, even if I was if I was standing up presenting or public speaking, I have to be generous. You, you know, people have you have to, in fact, you have to be generous with your eye contact to make everyone. So it's about looking. So if I was talking about public speaking on a stage, I would say you need to divide up usually into, I say, thirds, depending on the size or the space um, and give eye contact and catch the people, the uh, extroverts who are willing to give you eye contact, catch their eye look at them for a second, move on to the next person, make sure you are generous with your attention and generous with your charisma. Uh, and that's what makes an, a really outstanding public speaker is when they are generous. Um, uh, and on Zoom, actually, it's so much easier 
because you can just look at one camera and you're giving everyone eye contacts, which is amazing. Um, so you're being uh, overly generous um, and, and that is going to make people feel amazing. Okay, so number three, number three is honesty. Now I could, I could say authenticity, but um, I'm going to stick with honesty. Um, and, and it's one of those ones where we, we need to be vulnerably honest. And of course, there are lots of people that talk about um, vulnerability, radical vulnerability. Uh, Brady Brown talks about vulnerability. Um, lots of leadership coaches talk about vulnerability. My very lovely friend, Nick Elston, who's a speaker on anxiety. Uh, again, he, he came on and did a podcast a while ago. Um, so do you scroll back and find that one? Um, and Nick, uh, talks about, um, the, oh, I'm trying to remember his phrasing now, but uh, basically uh, the truth, the truth that you speak for yourself. Oh, disarming truth. That's it. Disarming truth is what he talks about. Um, so and and I love it. I just love it. Um, from his point of view, he talks about getting up on stage and talking uh, and say and revealing first things first that he is feeling anxious. And of course, it's fantastic because equally that's what he's about to talk about. But actually being vulnerable uh, to that level um, of just explaining that uh, potentially with charisma that you feel a bit nervous today. Again, you need to make them feel warm rather than scared. So being honest about how you feel about something, showing them your human emotion and being authentic. Uh, you know, the A word authenticity. Um, absolutely. We don't want to see someone this this version of you that isn't real. Um, it's hard to connect with. And to be honest, we sniff it out. It's BS. Um, we know if someone isn't being honest and someone isn't being absolutely uh, on, on point and there's something in our brains that goes, mm, I'm not quite sure about that person. There's something that they're hiding. And that is not what a public speaker should, to be effective, to be outstanding. We need to be able to be charismatic, be able to speak confidently and clearly while still allowing ourselves to feel vulnerable and, uh, or to show at least our vulnerability and that we are human. And that means if you do make mistakes, if you do stumble, own it you're human <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay to stumble uh, and trip and it's okay to uh, forget words like I do. Um, as long as you own it and you're charismatic and you use your voice and you ca you keep calm and carry on essentially. Um, there are ways of doing it and the best people always do mess up. Uh, video editing is fantastic because you can edit mess ups out if you're doing recorded content but live what what well that's the difference in it isn't it so you see things in it and um, you see things uh live online going live online and it's thrilling it's thrilling because we are seeing the authentic self this is why social media now is promoting so much 
live because it's real, because we want to connect with real people, not an edited down perfect version. It's it's it makes us feel disconnected. So if you really want to connect as a speaker, you need to be honest and find that charming vulnerability that allows you to really own the human uh, flaws as well as the as well as your human truths, as it were, when you are connecting. And uh, and I said this today. Um, uh, well, I've said this a few times this week to clients who are dealing with uh, emotional intelligence. And this is the thing: it's a level of emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is recognizing an emotion uh, you'll have. So if you're nervous or scared or worried or angry or passionate fine. That's okay. We need to feel emotions. Otherwise they become repressed and we have massive issues. Um, We need to acknowledge emotions and that's what emotional intelligence is. And then we regulate. So that's exactly what it is. Acknowledge and regulate. Um, I throw in another one, acknowledge, deal with it and then regulate uh, because I think that's really important. So just to cap that up, session... (laughs) (laughs) session uh, two of public speaking is number one, space. Use your space wisely. It is your platform to speak in and it should serve your purpose in terms of serving why you're speaking, why you're there. Use it well um, and think about how you are framed. And I mean that in every sense of the word. Number two, charisma, charm your audience, be with them, be warm for them, let them know that you are there for them, that you are really present, that you are really listening because the best, best public speakers, they do this. They, You could be sat with 10,000 people and you still feel like you're talking to them. And being charismatic can sometimes make us think of, you know, oh, Prince Charming, you know, kind of like a bit of a, a character. But no, real charisma is about feeling like you are in someone's warmth and sunshine. And I know that sounds a bit woo, but that's the best way I can think to describe that. And uh, and you know when people have charisma because you just feel good around them. That's what it is. Number three, number three is honesty, honesty and charismatic vulnerability. So make it okay for yourself if you mess up. And I, if you don't make it okay, I make it okay. I give you permission uh, to fall flat on your face and then get up again, because that is the best thing. And in fact, there are some fantastic online, uh, there are some videos. And I think, um, is an actress called Jennifer something or other. And she she goes to pick up a, an Oscar, I believe, and she trips up the stairs and she just get up. And you can see she's mortified. She's absolutely mortified, but she's also looking absolutely glamorous. And she just gets up and carries on. And it's incredible. And the thing is, five seconds later, you have no idea. You, you've forgotten completely. And what she's done is just be honest. She dealt with it and she moved on. And she just, it just carried on and and that is fantastic. And it's that kind of thing. If you forget your words, if you do feel nervous and you stumble and get lost, give yourself permission to say it's okay and just carry on. Just give yourself a second, deal with it, recognize it, carry on. 
Okay, everyone. So that is <laughs> hopefully really useful for you, especially when it comes to uh, chatting online. There was quite an, a lot of online stuff in there and virtual uh, communication and virtual public speaking. Um, but that is it for this week's run down this week's uh, episode of presenting accountants and uh, do have a look at the scorecard if you're wondering what it is what your levels are at it's broken down into three sections how much you connect with people how much you can influence people and how much you affect with your public speaking skills and presentation skills so if you want to kind of have a look at your personal view of yourself and what your report is go check it out at speakingambition.scoreapp.com. Okay, until next week, take care, everyone, stay well.